What's going on, Boston fans? You're watching Celtics Today by Chat Sports. I'm your new host, Ali Barefoot. This is the second video I've had the privilege of making for you guys. I can't wait to be talking news and rumors all season long. We're about a month away, so let's get into some Boston Celtics hoops. Today, we're going to be talking about the potential 15th roster spot and who's going to fill it. Right now, there's nobody on that slate, but we've made up a list of five people we think we could possibly see in a Boston Celtics uniform, but we definitely want to hear from you guys throughout the video, and I'll give you my personal take. So we're going to refresh your memory. I know we've been out of hoops for a little bit, but we're going to look at the Celtics' possible starting five roster this year. Of course, you got number one, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, the most dynamic duo I think you've got going on in the NBA right now. We've got Chris Stapps Porzingis. I am so excited to see this guy play in a green uniform this year if he can stay healthy. And we've got Derek White and the good old Big Al Horford. Now, we did lose Marcus Smart this year and Grant Williams. Marcus Smart actually was a part of the three-team trade that did get Chris Stapps Porzingis. So we've done a little bit of building this offseason. So some responsibilities will definitely change. But I think so far this is a pretty solid starting five. We're going to take a look at the bench depth. we got Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams III, Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser, Jordan Walsh. I think that Brogdon may not possibly be back in Boston this year. There has been some rumors in the offseason. He could be there possibly by the trade deadline. Peyton Pritchard said he wanted out last year by the trade deadline. He averaged about 13 minutes a game. So who's to say if Pritchard will play a full season? Robert Williams, I'm a huge fan of. But once again, he has to stay healthy. But Still so far, got pretty solid depth on the bench here. Let's go a little bit deeper as to what happens if we got to go all the way back to the bottom of the bench. Svima High Luke, O'Shea Brissett, Delano Banton, Luke Cornett, and one roster spot remaining. That's a big question mark as to who's going to fill that. You had Luke Cornett on the team last year. He averaged about 12 minutes a game, four points, nothing flashy, but he knows the system. You've got Svima High Luke, pretty excited with him. So we've got solid depth, but I want to see who they're going to pick up in the offseason. So predict your Celtics roster record with this roster 2023-24. How many games are the Boston Celtics actually going to win? With that starting five, you've got a stellar chance at winning upwards 60, 70 games this year, definitely making it to the playoffs again. Same contenders at Eastern Conference Finals last year. So I don't think too much has changed. I think Chris Porzingis is definitely going to add a lot more depth there. But I want you to go on ahead and hit that like button as well because that's what's going to help the Celtics get some wins this season is by you liking this video, subscribing to this channel. So go on ahead and smash that like button. Show us some love. Help me pay my rent. So with that being said, we're going to take a look at the top five people we have who could possibly fill that final roster spot. And you got to start with Blake Griffin. He's currently a free agent with the team. I definitely want to see him re-sign in Boston. I know Boston fans want to see Blake Griffin re-sign. He's an old guy. I'm not going to lie. He's been in the league forever now. He's played with multiple different teams. But Mark Stein also reported that Celtics fans love him and the Celtics locker room loves him. He is such a great presence when it comes to locker room. So there's definitely no bad blood in Boston. But he has declined just a little bit. He averaged four points per game this season for the Celtics, but he also averaged more points when he played for the Nets a year before that and so on. So he's currently going down a little bit. His offseason has been busy, but we did lose some sizable depth in that front court. So I want to be able to add somebody like Blake Griffin, who obviously knows how this team works. So he can be there if he does want it. 
He has played since 2009, so he has mentioned that he doesn't, it's not that he doesn't enjoy Boston. He loves it. He loves the fans. He loves the area. He's stated that before. So I think it's going to be one of those things of he just might be ready to hang up his jersey. I'm just not sure if he can just stay in the league as long as he wants. He's kind of becoming a defensive liability when you've got these smaller, quicker guards like Trey Young or John Morant who are just driving to the basket every single play. I'm worried about his reaction time just a little bit. But, I mean, who's to say? He's 34 years old, 35. He, he might not be fully done. I mean, shit, we've got Al Horford, who's, you know, 37, so he can't be the oldest guy on the roster. So I think he's got such a great locker room presence that he can really add that leadership. Even if he's not putting up these spectacular numbers every single night, he's going to make a difference for the Boston team as they're moving through the regular season into the playoffs, and they really need that extra push of, hey, guys, we got this. We've been here before. We know what to do. That's going to be the type of player Blake Griffin is. And he's been that player for Boston. So if he doesn't re-sign, there are a couple other options. We're going to switch over to Nerland's Noel. Off the top, big fat no. I'm, I don't like this at all, personally. I just think that he's not going to be the guy that's going to fill that last spot on a possible contending championship team. He's definitely not going to be the guy that's going to help you get an 18th banner. He's been solid in the league, but even Woj, the great and mighty Woj, tweeted that Sacramento Kings did waive him, which was pretty surprising. I didn't know he was going to leave Sacramento, but they said, you know, they're going to give him a chance to play elsewhere, which is just a big fuck you. We don't want you on this team anymore. So they're going to, they, they waived him. We could possibly pick him up, but like I said, he's just been declining. You can look at his stats here, 21 points per game, year before that three, year before that five, seven. So Clearly, he's going down. I think he's just kind of run its course in the league, personally. If he's not going to make it with Sacramento, then I, I just I don't know. He's 29 years old. He was born outside of Boston, so he knows the area well, if, if that helps. But he's not going to help the team win a chip, in my opinion. There's a reason why Sacramento got rid of him after two seasons. Is that I just don't think he's that guy anymore. Yes, it would add some depth to the front court and add some size, but in terms of putting up numbers and stuff, if you really have to deal with the injury bug, I don't want Noel going in personally for the Celtics, but I could be a little harsh. If you guys think I'm wrong, let me know, but I don't think this is the guy. Do I think Jermichael Green could be the guy? A little bit more than Nerland's Noel, honestly. He's definitely had a pretty good career in the NBA so far. He's been in the league for nine years. He's played for the Spurs, Grizzlies, Clippers, Nuggets, Warriors. The list goes on and on. He's been a role player on teams, and he could benefit from the leadership, kind of give that Blake Griffin style of he's played in a lot of organizations that have actually won championships, so he knows what it's like to be in those locker rooms. He's put up 6.4 points per game, which is about – what Blake Griffin could be giving us this season. So I think it's, it's, it's pretty fair to say that he, he's a solid player overall. He has, begun to, he has begun to decline. He hasn't put up that many points in the past few seasons. And honestly, when we're talking about playing style and, and actually putting games played up there, he's not hitting 65, which I think is a big red flag for me. Once again, if that injury bug comes in, you don't want Jermichael Green also to be on the injury list. It just doesn't serve a purpose when you actually have him on your roster so you've got Porzingis, he's missed 121 games, 91 Robert Williams, Al Horford 79. Jermichael Green's not far behind him at 57 games missed last year. So clearly he's up there with the top three guys we've kind of got some health issues with. So I don't think Jermichael Green is going to add any more depth when it comes to health. So I think I have wanted him to be in a Celtics jersey before, I'm not going to lie. 
Do I think he's kind of run his course and it's been a little bit too late for that to happen? I do, but like I said, it's not Nerland's Noel, so I'm not going to completely disregard it, but I'm still taking Blake Griffin over the three of these guys. I know that he's got the same position, so he has a different playing style a little bit, but he's not terrible, so I'm not ruling it out yet. But then we get to TJ Warren. He's a little bit better. Kind of the same thing with Jermichael Green for me. I mean, he just doesn't stand out to me. And that's fine. You know, he, he could. he's had some injuries. He's pointed out that this isn't the first time the Celtics have had interest in him. He's six foot eight. He's got some solid stats, 7.5 points per game. That's more than Jermichael Green. So I want to see that go up a little bit more. Definitely can't go underneath 7.5 points per game. It, it just can't happen when you're coming off the bench and you really got to help out that power forward position. So with those injuries, it goes along with Jermichael Green. Can he actually play? He's played for the Suns last year. Well, Suns and Nets last year, I guess. And he averaged 7.5 points per game, 2.9 rebounds per game. So like I said, if you're going to be on a Celtics team, that's a Celtics team that probably could win a championship this year, definitely can make it past the Eastern Conference Finals, you got to add more depth if these players go out. So I want to know what you guys think. Who is the Celtics' best bench wing? I'm probably going to go Sphere or Hauser here. I think they kind of put up the same numbers on paper. They don't just, you know, stand out. But averaging about 6.4 points per game, they're both pretty close. So I'm going to go with Sphere. I'm going to say why not. That's our best bench player at the wing. But I want to hear from you guys. Type S-M-S-H-O-B-D-B. Let me know what you guys think down in the comments. But I'm going to go on ahead and get to my favorite one. I think this is the guy for the team, Cam Payne. I think that he just is what we've been looking for. No, it's not the front court that we necessarily need, but we also do need some depth at point guard. With Derek White, he's going to be commanding the floor this year. Marcus Smart helped him a little bit last year commanding the floor. So I think campaign is overall what this team needs. We spoke about campaign and his impact and what he's done for the Suns in the past few years. Nick Roloff actually made a video earlier this week explaining that. If you want to go give that a look to get a little bit more insight on what campaign has brought to the league, what he could bring, to the Celtics, but 100% campaign would be a good person to have your bench. Like you said, about as good of a backup point guard as you're going to be able to find right now in the NBA. You can keep that 15th roster spot open a little bit closer to the season, see who's going to pop off. Campaign has recently played in the playoffs. This is why I love him. He's been on a team that's got Michael Malone or, or Steve Kerr or, or, or Monty Williams, so he knows what it means to actually win that championship. So I want to know, name a player you want to see filled in on Boston's roster. Let me know if I missed a guy or if I overstepped something. I personally think campaign is the person you got to go with, but let me know what you think down in the comments. Who do you want to see in a Boston Celtics jersey this year? While you're at it, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Like I said, I'm the new host here. We're going to be updating you guys weekly news, rumors. The season is not that far away. October 8th, first preseason game against the 76ers. Go on ahead and hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends because we're going to be back here every week working our ass off to help get you the latest information.